Welcome to the My Fence Life bonus podcast series, Ask Me About My Day, where you can eavesdrop on phone conversations between Dan, industry leaders, and fencers from around the country to find out about their day. I had dropped my phone off the console on her side of the truck. So I thought, just call my phone. So she calls it oh. and it lights up pepper. <laughs> the hell? And then I had to tell the story. Hello? Jared, what's happening? Not much, man. Just uh, enjoying the evening, you know. I can't believe I finally got you on the phone. <laughs> well, well, we've talked. It's just uh, it's just a matter of getting to be recording it and whatnot. <laughs> I know, man. It's hard to uh, it's hard to get a hold of you. But then again, you're uh, you're over there on the on the west coast. You're two hours behind me. That might as well be no like, three. Oh, you're three hours behind me. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think so. No, I think it's two. Yeah. Bro. I'm central, central Mountain Pacific. Yeah. Two oh, hours. you're right. All right. All right. Yeah. Yeah, you're two hours behind me. That's like. You're like living in uh, last week. Hold on, I'm gonna go. If, you know? if I'm talking to Dan, I'm gonna I'm gonna go get some bourbon. <laughs> <laughs> if this is what we're gonna do, right? Yeah, man. So I had my uh, my sister in law was down in Australia in in New Zealand. Yeah, and they're yeah. like damn near a day ahead of us, you know. <clears throat> so <laughs> I messed with her one time. I was like, "Hey, could you give me?" The uh, double Jeopardy answers and stuff. So that way, <laughs> Pepper will think I'm like a genius. She's like, it doesn't work that way. <laughs> Whatever, you know. They just roll it back. Yeah, yeah. So what's up, man? Yeah. What's going on with you? You're, uh, uh, you, you know, we're just uh, we're we're building fence. We're finally able to get out there and get going. We had a, a hell of a winter. I mean, I'm sure you saw on the. On the uh, Weather Channel and on the news and shit, but yeah, this has been the the most snowfall and rainfall in like thirty years or something like that. It's it's been uh, or even longer. It's there's like seventeen feet of snow up in the high Sierras and between California and Nevada. So it's uh, yeah, man. I saw on the news that y'all were getting pounded. I was like, yeah, I think yeah. they were they were talking about right outside uh, Yosemite National Park, and yeah, I was like, hey, that's where, that's, that's where Jared lives, man. He's getting pounded <laughs> with us. snow and rain. Yeah, I know he's not yeah. building fence in that. No, you know we would normally, you know, it, it was it was the perfect place. You get six inches to a foot. It lasts a day, maybe three days, just enough to go buy sleds and let the kids go party, you know. And then yeah, and that might happen twice a year. Shit, we had snow for like two months, and I'm talking at, at one point it was like three feet on the ground, and you just I like I we have uh how many we have like. Five skid steers, four skid steers, and uh, we have some minis and stuff. But anyways, we have four skid steers, and they're all out plowing snow. Really? Just to try and get people out of their driveways. Were you, so, were you making yeah, any money was, off uh, of that, or are you just doing it? Uh, we try. <laughs> no. <laughs> we try. <laughs> we try. It, you know, everyone was uh, wanting to pay. They were calling me on Saturday mornings and everything else, and uh, – but then when the snow was all gone, you know, they didn't, it wasn't important, but anyways, yeah, it's, but sunshine and now we're kicking ass and, uh, you know, we're still dealing with some mud and all that, but yeah, we're, we're moving, just spending money, buying material, gearing up. Yeah, man. 
So just so our listeners know, Jared and I talk on a regular probably since uh, mm-hmm. f- since Fence Tech. I ran into you before. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Since since yeah. Yeah, yeah. I ran into you at the uh, kickoff yeah. party that uh, Chance Whitner put on with uh, yeah. was that Apex. Impressive thing? Apex. That was impressive too. That guy, holy crap! He, yeah. Well, he's. I mean, out. I'm no fence. Yeah. Well, he he hangs out with uh, Robert Whitaker, who was another guy yeah. to put that uh, that party on. Yeah. And we're gonna have yeah. Robert on in uh, two weeks. Yeah. Two weeks. And, yeah. Uh, both those guys are no bullshit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Robert came by yeah. my office one time. He was headed to been around a long time, and I, I could I could see just the writing on the wall, just looking around his shop, looking at the equipment, looking what's going on. I was like, this guy really has it dialed in. I was taking notes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice, nice place, nice party, good time. But I ran yeah. into you there, and uh, mm-hmm. you had a couple beers in you, and mm-hmm. you started. Critiquing my uh, my podcast. <laughs> yeah, I did. I did. <laughs> I did do that. But it was all. It was all uh, 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 constructive. Criticism. No, no, it was. All, it was all good stuff, man. Because I remember I finished talking to you, and I yeah. went and found Benji, and I was like, man, I just ran into this dude, and he was with a couple of guys, and they were like, hey, this guy is like, you know, a podcast junkie, and I was like, okay. yeah, I am that. And uh, then you started giving me some uh, some ideas and and stuff, and I told Benji, and Benji yeah. was like, "Man, that's that's some really good ideas. That's some good feedback." Yeah. So we started yeah. implementing some of them. So those guys that listen all the time, uh, the reason why I've been doing the credentials of our guest is because Jarrett was like, "Man, why don't you tell me why I want to listen to this guy?" Yeah, yeah, that's right. Who he is and what he's done, what he's accomplished, and then if the well, convers- Matt Warner would get on, and, and you guys would be best friends and talking, and I go, I don't know, I you know, this guy, all of you are about two thousand miles from me. I don't, I don't know anything about you, right, right? And I wanted to know. Yeah, so that's yeah. why we're doing that now, man. And yeah, I, well, I love that's it. It's awesome. I love it. Yeah. I had somebody call me the other day, and they're like, "Man, I like how you're doing that because." uh I, I can decide right off the bat whether I want to listen to the show. And I'm kind of like, well, I don't know if I like that. I want you to listen, oh, yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So. And the titles are key, too. When you had that title of you and uh, Joe talking about the uh, uh, technology and the uh, CRM and all that shit, I geeked out. on. I mean, that, that's one of my favorites that you've done. You know, Caleb's up there as well, but that one's that one, man, is and mainly because that's my blind spot. But yeah, yeah, I did one on yeah. automations. Uh, Canon and I did one long time ago yeah. on automations. Back before mm-hmm. we had our audio equipment, we were using you know stuff we bought from Best Buy, and um, yeah, the audio wasn't the greatest. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that yeah. show is still one of our one of our top shows. Right, I'll have to dig back into that. So, yeah, I got into you. I just uh, ran around. I was like, I don't listen to, you know, I listen to all the big guys, you know, like Adam Carolla, Joe Rogan, Tim Ferriss, and Jocko and all that shit. And uh, I was like, I didn't didn't need to focus on some fence stuff. And thank God it was before Fence Tech. And, I mean, you're the one who brought me to Fence Tech. I brought a couple of my guys. I just said, hey, we're we're rolling out of here. Let's go. 
and uh, let's see. Yeah, when I I was listening to uh, another one, I think it was maybe it was Nathan. I don't know, but on the plane, and they were talking about this party that's going off on opening night, and I was literally at a layover in Dallas, and I go, well, "Shit, man, how can I piece this together?" So I'm I'm texting, I'm I'm googling Apex Fence, texting these guys, <laughs> and they're like, "You texted the wrong guy." I go, "Do I need to bring beard?" What do I need to do? Like, how do I, what's going on? And they just text, they go, this thing just blew up. Don't worry about it. Get here. Like, because yeah. I, I think at first they were planning on, you know, whatever, 50, 100 people. And, oh, shit. It was yeah, quite it a bit more than that. So. 300 people showed up. Yeah, well, every bit. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, but then I, so I did, I did give you the what for on, on all that podcast and, uh, and and uh, and I told you I loved your podcast. I love I love how candid you are. Well, you know, people it's who, good. But people who know me, they know that I'm very teachable. I'm. Mm-hmm. I might not come off as I took your advice, but I'm gonna yeah. go back and ponder and chew on it, man. And um, and if it's good advice, or it, let's put it this way, if it's yeah. the advice that I need yeah. or can implement, yeah. I'm going to yeah, do yeah, it. Yeah. I'm going to do it. You know, you, you know, we have a thing at uh, our company and it's all about, you know, just shutting up and being humble and humble. Isn't thinking less of yourself It's thinking of yourself less meaning, you know, think of others, shut up, listen to what the hell's going on. So yeah, it doesn't mean you're a bad person to be humble, but yeah. But I, I wanted to, uh, when you were talking about uh, telling Benji, I don't even think I ever told you this in any of our other calls, but the next day I was at Fence Tech, or maybe the two days, whatever, I ran into Benji and I, I said, hey man, I, I, I need to probably talk to you about, you know, some of the services and this and that, and what you do. And, uh, and hey man, good job, you know, working with uh, Dan. And uh, I gave him the what for, you know, last night or the other night at Apex. He goes, Oh, that was you. He took it to heart. He's gonna. He actually listened to what you're saying. <laughs> like, <laughs> holy shit! I go good. I go good because it could have came off bad because I was drinking pretty good there. No, man. It's funny that you say that the reason why you came to uh, Fence Tech was because of me. Is you know mm-hmm. I, I interviewed. I think Monday, my interview with Matt Lowry is dropping. Mm-hmm. So just so y'all know, this is this is a Saturday night. Shit, it's nine o'clock my time. So um, yeah. Anyway, in a couple days, the show that I did with Matt Lowry drops, and Matt goes, "You know, man, you're the whole reason why I got into. I started my own fence business." And I was like, "What?" And he's like, "Yeah." He's and uh, I was like, "Well, it wasn't me. It was you know me and Cannon." And he goes, "No, uh-uh. you did huh. Dan Wheeler's show, and I heard you on his show." And I was like, you know what? If we get the stuff that this guy is talking about, we could have a business. And mm-hmm. he said, at that point, I quit subbing and started my own business. Mm-hmm. You know? I yeah. was like, wow. I went and told Pepper, and Pepper was like, what? I'm like, yeah, I don't know. It's crazy, huh? Hey, not to go down those rabbit holes, but Pepper's the coolest uh, wife name I've heard. <laughs> So man, let me get, tell, tell me about that. Is it a Southern thing? Did her, her brothers give it to her? What's going on? Uh, how do we? No, no. So she's not even a Southerner. She is from um, 
Hamburg, New York, which is right outside Buffalo. It's between Buffalo and Niagara Falls. Yeah, yeah. And um, when she was in eighth grade, her dad moved down to Florida, to Orlando, mm-hmm. for a yeah. job selling stocks. Um, selling what? Stocks. You know, stocks. Oh, and, yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah. And I think I've said this before. That, um, yeah, I, I remember you saying something about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Her dad was part of the 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 background of that movie Wall Street with uh, uh, who's the guy the two and a half Kirk man. Douglas. Yeah, Kurt Douglas oh. and his son or whatever the two Michael and a half Douglas. Man. Yeah. yeah, yeah, whatever it was. I don't know. Anyway, yeah, those guys. I'm horrible with names. So, but uh, yeah, and then she kind of hopped around. She ended up, yeah, she ended up here. You know. <laughs> So yeah. that's funny you say Fred Aluminum. I just uh Brian's gonna um this uh this coming up Wednesday night, Brian is going to be my co host. So that's gonna be a good time. Oh nice. Yeah. Yeah, we're gonna have a heavy hitter on too. He's always a good guest. Put in a good word for me. He's close to me. I gotta go. I'm gonna go fly over and see him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would have a good time. I wanna I wanna do some of I wanna do some of the shit he's doing. So I had I had been married or with the same girl for like 18 years. We just kind of split up, and I was uh, sowing my oats, you know, 100 pounds lighter, 13 years younger. Jared, you might not believe this, but I was a good-looking son of a bitch, let me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, man, um, I was actually dating like four or five different women at the same time. And yeah, yeah. That's hard. On, that's hard on your body. It is, man, and it was. It's funny because I am bad with names, so yeah. I just uh, started. I just started calling them all girl. Hey, girl. <laughs> 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 and it, so then, and then when I did call them by a certain name, I called them by the city that they were from. So I had like yeah. Slidell, and I had Ponchatoula, and I had you know. I had Home Depot because I, I ended up I ended up I was uh, messing around with my my the pro set my pro sales girl from Home Depot. That's was, HD. Yeah, it was it was it was rough, that, man. It was it was hey, shit was crazy back hey, then. That's where I met my that's where I met my wife uh, in college. We both worked at Home Depot. I was pushing shopping carts, and uh, she was working the garden cashier. Okay, all right. Yes. Well, yeah, man. I had um, I was she was my pro sales, uh, salesperson. <laughs> it was great. So I, we, her name was Home Depot, and so anyway, <sighs> yeah. Pepper was in Ponchatoula, so I just called her Ponchatoula. And then um, yeah, that's the lake, right? That's the lake in Louisiana. There. No, no. Ponchatoula is actually the town city that I live in. But oh. it's Lake Pontchartrain is what you're thinking about. Oh, Pontchartrain, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I went to I went to New Orleans in COVID. Okay, and it was pretty amazing. Yeah. So Pepper was like, man, dude, she was always there. I don't care what happened. She was like my anchor. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, I watched all the uh, Iron Man movies and. Tony Stark has got, you know, Pepper, what's her name? Pepper <laughs> Copper Pot, whatever. And uh-huh. she's like totally in love with him. He's a billionaire, you know, 
running around, you know, everybody and anybody. You know, she works for him. Yeah. Gets up in the morning, and some females coming out of his room, and she'll say stuff on the movie like, "Oh, walk of shame. There you go. Bye." You know. Well, I was like, "Man, she's my pepper. She's 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 my pepper." So I put her in my phone as pepper. Sounds like this is projecting more about you being Iron Man than her pepper. <laughs> no, not at all. Not at all. So um, I was like, man, she's my pepper. So I put her in my phone as pepper. Well, one night we were hanging out um, by the river uh, on the riverfront, and we had bought a bottle of wine, and we were just kind of sipping on some wine, hanging out by the river. And uh, I had dropped my phone off the console on her side of the truck. Well, it was dark. Yeah. I couldn't see. So I was like, well, just call my phone. It'll light up. You'll see it. And she's like, okay. So she calls it, oh. and it lights up pepper. <laughs> and she's like, looks at me like, what the hell? And then I had to tell her the story. So I was the only one that really called her that, and it was just in my phone. Well, she was kind of going through a divorce or whatever. Yeah, you know how it is when you go through a divorce. You don't want to let anybody know anything, so you kind of be in low key. Yeah. So we yeah. would go places, and I would be like, oh, "I'm with my spicy little pepper." Well, I had stopped at a at a bar, and a friend of mine was in there, and he's like, "Oh my God, is this spicy little pepper?" And I was like, "Yeah." So he introduced her <laughs> to everyone as Pepper. So now she's got like a dual, you know dual identity she's wow. megan in this part of the world but then when she's with me and my friends and over on this side of town she's pepper so she's she'll tell me she's like it's weird people will say hey megan and i'll be with she'll be with people that only know as pepper and they're kind of like what or when they find her on facebook and realize her name's megan they're like oh i didn't know who that was yeah. <laughs> you know but that's well she now you're knows. putting her out there in the uh you're putting her out there in the interwebs and uh, she's now be, she's gonna she's only be pepper be, forever. Yeah, yeah, you, you're putting it out there in the world. Yeah, that's cool, man. I always wondered about that. Yeah, but yeah. that's how she got her name. Her real name's Megan. She is a yeah. Megan Maureen. Her dad is full fledged Irish, man. Their last name's Duffy. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm. He goes to Ireland. He's this dude is like a walking leprechaun, you know. The freaking Irish yeah. he is, you know. Yeah, I wrecked a car in Ireland once. Did you really? <laughs> they drive on the wrong. Yeah, yeah, I ripped the rim right off the passenger side. <laughs> that you know that you drive on the wrong side <laughs> the road. Yeah, I haven't been. And, I haven't uh, been there yet. I haven't been to Ireland. Oh shit! You got to. The, the, I've traveled all over. I lived in Spain for a year and really? uh, traveled all over. Yeah, it was pretty pretty badass. My uh, my wife brought me there. She's 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 smarter and better than me but uh, is that what they do to run into the bulls did you do that yeah no that's in the north i was in the south down in granada but we would uh we would save up money and uh i i started a walk tour there we were in the south in granada and, and uh, the number one uh tourist attraction was the alhambra and that's the place that uh queen isabel in the the money, the check to finance Columbus. Okay. And, uh, yeah, so I do, you know, she was buried right by us and all that shit. And there's a big statue. So I did a walk tour. So I saved my money 
and put it in a wine bottle and we break the wine bottle and go, all right, let's go to Rome or let's go to Ireland or whatever. So, right. But yeah, yeah. In Ireland, we were in the country and driving this little tiny, you know, car. I don't know what the hell it was. Something little. Yeah. And, uh, my wife kept saying, Hey, you're really close to this side of the, of the road. And I go, and we're country lane. I go, Huh, I I can see it. I I know what I'm doing. And then boom, we hit something and I was scared to look over. We hit so hard. We bent the rim on the car. <laughs> ripped the ripped the rim and out. I was like, "Oh, yep, there you go." <laughs> Dude, I went, I went to Italy for a wedding and all we did was drink and I saw I got on one of those buses that you can ride through Italy for like yeah. half a day cuz it rained. And that's about all I saw in Italy. Other than that, yeah. I can tell you where the bars and stuff are at. <laughs> People are like, you went to Italy and you didn't see anything? The only thing I saw was that fountain that everybody likes to go to. In Rome? Yeah, in Rome. That's in Rome. That's it. Yeah. But other yeah, than yeah. that, we sat yeah. outside the uh, we sat outside the uh, Vatican every night and drank at this bar and had a big wedding party. I mean, we had a freaking blast. Yeah. Dude, we drank so much wine. My tongue was red. Yeah. yeah. That's how much wine we drank. Literally, I was like, oh my yeah, God. I believe that. I don't know if yeah. I can drink anymore. You know? <laughs> but then we did Costa perfect. Rica. Costa Rica's great, man. Yeah, man. You know, that, that was uh, us and COVID. Like, COVID hit, and I told, and like all the plane tickets got down to like 200 bucks. I go, uh-huh. go spend some money. <laughs> we went to New Orleans. We went to Costa Rica. Uh, Dude, I love shit, where, where in Costa Rica y'all go. We went to uh, Playa del Flamingo, uh, which is on uh, the western coast of Costa Rica. Yeah. It's just that was north, us. It's just north of a town called Taramarindo. And Son of a gun. I couldn't pay, bro. Uh, so I got a tattoo while I was there. I got a tattoo in, uh, in Italy, too. <laughs> well, yeah, you were drunk. No, no, I was sober both times. I'm like, man, I'm not. I'm getting a tattoo while I'm here. You know, I'm in another country. Nice. You know, so yeah, yeah, yeah. Those are the. I didn't get one in Mexico. I don't. Yeah, I don't know why I didn't get one in Mexico. I think it had a. It was a time issue. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, Costa Rica is pretty amazing, man. The monkeys flying around there, and the power lines, and all that. Yeah, it's yeah, crazy. Yeah, uh, prostitution's illegal. Yeah. Down, I mean, illegal down there. So you go to the <laughs> bars, and I'm just like, uh, yeah, I'm I'm good, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I didn't see that. We brought all our kids, but we rented a house. It was on the ocean. It had a private pool, and I think it was and a chef. I mean, I think yeah. it was four hundred fifty dollars a night. Yeah, that's what we for did. two families with the chef. I was like, I, I don't even know how you get it. Uh, this is crazy. Dude, so yeah. we went down to Costa Rica. It was like we stayed for nine days. We had a private house. Yeah. Um, yeah. And the house had uh, security, like guys with like guns. I was like, really? Yeah. Well, I think it's because, you know, it's a poor country and here we are at this nice house and we're tourists. And then we yeah. ended up hiring this guy that just drove us wherever the hell we wanted. And it was like $20 a day. <laughs> And this dude knew everybody. Yeah. And you can drink in the bus, all that shit. Yeah. Yeah. So we had he had a uh, minivan. He drove us down. Yeah, uh, yeah. He drove us down to Arnall, 
which is something I wanted to do. And we went and saw the volcano, Arno, and we stayed there. Uh-huh. And uh-huh. the ceilings in this place are like on a 45 degree. So when you lay in bed at night, the ceiling's uh-huh. at its lowest point, and then it shoots up at like a 45 degree, and you can sit there and watch the volcano at night. And then all Holy the water shit. and stuff that runs off the volcano runs down in these pools, and they're different temperatures, and you can go hang out in these pools. It's, it's dude, it was it was a great time, man. The uh, where the, what year was this? Uh, 2004. Oh yeah, shit. Yeah, it was 2004 when I went to Costa Rica, and um, yeah. even the showers used the water that came off the uh, the mountain. Oh, of course, they're so, smart. Dude. So they're the shot, the shower head would get clogged up, and you'd have to rub your hand over the shower head, and little bitty balls of uh, vol- volcano volcano would, dust, yeah, whatever, would come out, and then the shower head <laughs> would start working. It was great, man. We had a great time. Yeah, it was so cool. Our guy. Uh, we made friends with the chef and uh hey he was kind of like trying to be professional and i was like no 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 this guy makes friends like come on we're we're all eating together we're doing this we're helping you with the dishes all that shit and uh so like on day three he's like hey you guys want to go uh you know uh i forget what he said but it was essentially crawdad and and so we he took us up in the jungle where his family was and his dad and like we went, you know, essentially like gigging for a little, he, he called them like shrimps, but they're like crawdads. Uh-huh. And, uh, yeah, it was, it was pretty badass. We were out there in that jungle doing that. So yeah, man, we did yeah, some zip lining a... out there. You zip. Yeah, we did that. And they got those, um, they got those iguanas yeah. everywhere and they got monkeys jumping. Yeah. Costa Rica is a hell of a time, man. We flew in the San Juan it is. puddle jumper, puddle jumper, uh, Northwest and, yeah, it was it was a hell of a time, man. It was I, yeah. I, I even looked into moving there. Yeah, yeah. Oh, there was we we go to breakfast and there'd be tons of people, you know, Americans you could tell on their laptops at the uh cafe Dude, drinking coffee. You could live doing like their a, shit. You could live like a king. Yes. I could take my savings yeah. account and live the rest of my life there. But they got hey. this deal, they won't take you unless you have well back then. $50,000 of annual income coming into their banks. So if you have a mm-hmm. pension or you're retired, you got to have at least that yeah. much being deposited into their banks before they'll even consider giving you uh, some type of citizenship. Yeah, I believe that. But I also saw a lot of, a lot of white guys with uh, dreads and shit that were not probably on the up and up no 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 those guys were not but i'm talking about if you wanted to live like like i want to buy property yeah yeah if i wanted to buy property and have some lady working for me for 20 dollars a week you know and she washes my clothes and cleans my house and i mean they'll do anything for 20 bucks you know yeah yeah no it was great i couldn't believe how much it rained i've never seen it rain like that before it was like shit out of movies yeah, we and went the during the rain- We went during the rainy season. That's their slow season. Oh man, yeah. I don't know. I saw the rain. I was like, "Holy shit!" <laughs> I was walking around asking, "What happened to this tree?" And they go, "Lightning!" And <laughs> the whole top of the tree's blown out. <laughs> oh Jesus! Yeah. So yeah, they get some storms. Being that we were on the western side, we caught 
all that weather that comes out of the west to the east, it would hit the mountains and it, yeah. it would rain every day, you know? Yeah. yeah. Good time. Though. No, it's, it's, it is. That's why we're building fence, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you have to change the title of that show to travel with Dan and Jared. <laughs> <laughs> well, I knew when I called you, we were just going to talk about everything and anything because that's normally how our conversations yeah, go. You know? Yeah, I don't give a shit. I'll tell you about my business next call. <laughs> hey, I want to tell you about New Orleans, though. Go ahead. So how far from New Orleans are you? So I grew up in New Orleans. I went to school in New Orleans. Oh, yeah. And then That's uh, rough business, man. Yeah, and then I moved out of New Orleans. Yeah. Uh, there was a thing called the, uh, I mean, it is what it is. They call it the white flight, you know? Yeah, so, we ought to do a uh, we ought to do a bio on you. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna get I'm gonna get Matt Warner involved in that. Yeah, he'll be able to grill you. Yeah, anyways, man, keep going. I, uh, I um, we ended up so they had the white flight, man. That's when things started getting really bad in New Orleans, and everybody started moving. What year? Uh, I was eight, late eighties. Yeah. Yeah, late 80s. Yeah. And everybody was moving out of the city, going yeah. across Lake Pontchartrain to what they call the North Shore, yeah. coming to Mandeville yeah. area. That's that bridge. It's the longest bridge in the world. It's 24 miles, straight shot. Yeah. And um, people just started commuting in, you know. Uh-huh. So my dad used to drop me off at school every day on his way to work. Because we moved over there. <laughs> yeah. You know? And then, yeah. I, then I'd take the bus to my grandma's house, which was, and when I say the bus, I mean the regional transit authority, they call yeah. it the RTA. I'd take it and take a few buses to get to her house, and then my dad would pick me up on the way home, or I'd stay at her house for a few nights or whatever, you know? Yeah. But yeah, man. Um, moved over here, and, uh, yeah, I just started a life. You know, left all my friends yeah. and everything. Yeah, I got very few friends from from high school that I'm really still friends with. Mm-hmm. Uh, and when I say high school, I mean I really I only completed the ninth grade, and then mm-hmm. I went through the tenth grade and got expelled, and, and you know that was it. You know, I never completed it. But yeah, I have some really close friends though like a buddy of mine ronnie marks and um the guy who's my business consultant uh consultant ron him and i went to high school together, uh-huh. you know um yeah and, and more and more of those guys are i'm finding moved over here after they got married and so forth and i'll run into more and more guys from uh from those couple of years that i actually went to high school you know yeah yeah but yeah i left my well friends, you, you did pretty good for you did pretty good for yourself only ninth grade. You what Matt Warner was he he was like second to last. <laughs> yeah, you know, I mean, I could have finished school, man, but yeah. I got a taste of making money and I was like, shit. Yeah. I'm not doing this, man. I'm going to make yeah. some money. Yeah. That's I nice. mean, I was seventeen. Only one of my friends had a car and had an apartment and a full time job at seventeen. Mm-hmm. Now, granted, all the furniture in there was from a company called National Rent to Own. I was renting all that shit, <laughs> <You know? laughs> yeah. but 
hey, yeah. man, I had my own place. Yeah. You know? What, uh, you ever uh, you go to the swamps and do the alligator thing? No, I've never done the uh, the alligator tour. You're tours. missing out, brother. Uh, You're just, missing out. Man, I've been, around, I've been around pepper. that shit my whole life, you know? I don't give a shit. Just play tourists one day and go. It, they, they start kissing the alligators and then they have the baby alligators and you're like, what in the F? I mean, you look at that thing up close and you go, that's a goddamn dinosaur. That is <laughs> well, a dinosaur that will eat the F out of you. That's what my ex-brother-in-law does. So my ex-brother-in-law had a fence company. Both yeah. of my ex brothers. Oh, I remember you saying something about that. Yeah, both of my ex brother in laws had fence companies. Uh-huh. Uh, one of them, obviously, he's my ex, but he's still up and running and probably my biggest competitor. And then yeah. the other one ended up fizzling out of the fence world. And now yeah. he does guided hunts. And when he's not when it's not hunting season, he runs an airboat and does the uh tours. And he's one of those oh, guys shit. that's Kissing the alligators and swimming with them. Yeah, he's out of control. You know, it was it was pretty crazy. It was pretty. I I mean, I I'm you know I live in the country. I got cows and you know whatever. My dog got attacked by a coyote the other night, and I killed coyotes and all that stuff. But when yeah. you see an alligator, <laughs> dude, that that is a goddamn dinosaur. I don't care you know, how you at, do it, man. At the Audubon Zoo, they got a white one. It's an albino. Uh-huh. Which is pretty cool. Yeah. But, yeah, alligators yeah. aren't that really that big of a deal. Yeah. Um, well, <laughs> I don't know, man. Some people say. You ought to go see them in a boat. Some people you say. You don't want to fall out of that boat. <laughs> some people are like, man, how do, how do you do fencing with, with alligators roaming around? I'm like, man, they're not like oh. dogs. They just roam the streets. <laughs> <laughs> yeah hey how about those uh you talk about the those uh shit we're going way off topic now but i hear about they they do the hunts for the when uh, people let go of the pythons out there and they're just uh you know they they put a bounty on those big giant pythons because they grow to like 20 feet or some shit out there in florida yeah I and know. that's not uh, louisiana that has nothing to do with me I've, I've never heard of a python bounty hunt yeah, you got. The, you got, you got, right. you well, got when we're wrong, done, you got to Google it. You got the wrong Louisiana, man. <laughs> that definitely sounds like some Florida shit to me. <laughs> it might be Florida. I don't know. <laughs> You're all the same, man. Y'all, y'all fry your food. Yeah, we do have a lot of fried food. That's for sure. Yeah, yeah. So, man, what are you getting but, into tonight? I know, I know, you've been drinking. I know you were like, I'm drinking yeah, some just bourbon. A, just that, uh, what is it, Hayden, uh, something there. Basil Hayden. My wife buys all the good stuff. Basil yeah. Hayden, that's the one. It's either Bullet, Bullet's my go-to on that. You know, we got into, uh, before I got, before I was on this path with, uh, you know, uh, going down Fence Tech and all the podcasts and following you guys, we were big Ramsey people. And we're big into culture, big into developing our people, and you know everyone can build fence but not everyone builds fence with good guys so i invested a shit ton of my guys we took them out to visit ramsey and during uh, covid during 2020 i was in nashville four times really and uh, yeah i i 
dude, we took took advantage of those two hundred fifty dollar round trip tickets. <laughs> and uh, but I got into uh, drinking bourbon back there with uh, Dave Ramsey and his people, and uh, doing all that stuff. So so since then, I I just kind of I kind of stuck with the bullet because it's you know it's like a a good pickup truck, not the best, but pretty damn good. <laughs> Yeah, Dave Ramsey is he's a he's the Christian guy who's um about no debt, debt free guy. Debt free. Yeah. 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 We got I'll talk to you about that sometime. I mean, I I understand people's arguments against it. I hear it. It worked for me. Uh you know, when uh oh god dang, that's who was talking, Mark Olson. When Mark Olson was talking the other day, that one hit home when he was talking about going bankrupt and having a hard time. Yeah. You know, like he's, yeah, yeah I, I really appreciated that conversation that he was talking about. Yeah. I went bankrupt. So that's kind of, I went bankrupt, dude. Like, uh, Jesus, how old am I? 48. Yeah. I went bankrupt, bankrupt 28 years ago. You know? Yeah. Well, I'll tell you, like 15, 20 years ago, like it was, it was uh, it wasn't fun, <laughs> and if we did go bankrupt, it would have been justified. But we kind of pulled out because we just—I mean, at one point, I literally we sold and lost everything, and I moved into a mobile home on our fence yard, which wasn't much of a fence yard, and uh, and we just lived there and ground it out, and uh, you know, kind of held it together for a while. Yeah. So it was a, uh, but you know things have changed now it's probably the best thing that ever happened to me uh but yeah shit it's uh we did that we you know you followed all of his principles to get us out of that really and kind of change our yeah change our plan and we did uh you know that's kind of whatever i always tell the story is you know i got into 2005 and essentially 2005 to 2000 and I don't know, 10 or 12, I was kind of just figuring out, you know, always struggling, always behind, always, always just barely getting ahead. And then 2012 to, you know, like 17, we really, I started getting better at business you know, paying attention to like ROIs and margins and, you know, just doing, running the business to be a business, you know? Yeah. And uh, then I guess in 17, we hit it. We hit a really, really big job. It was a big one. It was, it was the one that turned us around and uh, that one there, we came home and just paid everything off. I mean, that one, we, it was really remote, you know, all those, you know, that scenic drive they do on Highway One in California. Yeah, no, I don't know. Shit, it's it's all this. It's in the, it's in all the bullshit uh, woman movies and stuff, the rom coms and shit. You know, uh, but anyways, you that Highway One is essentially right on the ocean. So if you go up from that, there's a mountain range there. Uh, called big sur and it goes straight up 2000 feet like straight up and at the top of that mountain there's 
you know, all these mansions. I couldn't tell you if they're 5 million or 50 million, but they're, you know, looking at the ocean and they're in Monterey and Carmel where Clint Eastwood is and all that shit. Well, it all caught on fire. Well, come to find out it was insured and, um, it was the Sabrina's fire. It was insured. And so, uh, we bid on the project and I sold them on us getting the project because I said, Hey, in order to get all this fence material up there, it was like 14 miles. I go to get this amount. I, I broke it all down. I go, it's this many trucks and this is how much a ton weighs. And this is how many tons it is. And a one ton truck is, you know, take this many trips. And I go, we're going to drive by all of these mansions this many times to get all this shit up on top of this mountain. <laughs> and I go, what I'm going to do is fly a helicopter. <laughs> Not me personally, but hire one. And shit, we got the job. And uh, it was a game changer. Really? It was a big, big deal. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was a big, big deal. We had to lay it on the line to do it. The insurance company, the bond company, they were like, kid, you ain't got, you can't do this. And I was like, well, I just built this house, got a lot of equity in it. What do you think about this? <laughs> Literally, we moved in the house in November of 17. And in uh, December of 17, I signed it over to the bond company. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, I, I showed all my wife the number and I said, what do you think? We can do this. She's like, could you do it? And I was like, there's no way we can't. I go, I, I don't know. I mean, short of someone dying or some crazy shit, you know, a hurricane, I don't know, but we should be able to do it. And, uh, yeah, it worked. Yeah. We did that job in three months. It was, so you it was ended pretty up, crazy. So you ended up putting your house on the line. Fucking a. <laughs> really? Yeah. Yeah. When, when, when one day when I'm, when I'm, uh, retired and doing good and someone says oh that guy's so lucky <laughs> you have no idea the stress this guy had for yeah. three months <laughs> oh man I, I i know what you mean i mean matt warner he swung for the fences you know he's got this thing called swing for the fences and yeah i did I, it I've, I've i've done that man and every time we swing for the fence and we conquer which fortunately yeah. we have every time we've swung we've conquered uh, I get yeah. a bat. I get a bat made, and it says swing for oh. the fences in whatever year it was and what the accomplishment nice. was. So I've got Dude. three or four of those in my office, and I've been meaning to hang them on the wall behind me. So when I do my podcast, you see them. But yeah, those are my my uh, my timestamps, my line in the sand. Where hey, yeah. this is where we swung for the fences. Didn't know what the hell we were gonna do. I like that. You know, I just started doing that with uh, challenge coins when we get a big job and we crush it. You know, a, a job where we're on there for three or, three or four weeks or more or something. You know, a job where we're talking about it and we give it a name and shit. Right. I always uh, I make a challenge coin with our logo on one side and then something about the job on the other side. Like, okay, whether it be on I-5 or whether it be, you know, at this military base or whatever it is, we'll, uh, we'll do that. And it's kind of fun. You know, I give it, I get, I get like 30 of them. I give them to the contractor who hired us and I give them to the guys. That's okay. fun. Okay. You know, yeah. talking about, I'm going to do that bad thing. 
Dude, I like the bat, yeah. man. We're swinging for the fences. I do too. And then I get you can get them different colors. So yeah, you know we got like one that's all blue, one that's half blue, half wooden. Um, you know, one that's just all wooden, and you just get yeah. different colors for it, man. And, and they engrave the bats. Yeah, the Louisville Sluggers. Yeah, yeah, you know, and yeah. it's it's funny, man. People come to my office and they'll pick up one of those bats and they'll be. You know, playing with the bat, swinging it around a little bit. And I'm like, hey, man, you know what yeah. you're dealing with? You didn't know, you know what it took to get that bat? And they're like, what do yeah. you mean? I'm like, big look balls. That's what it took. <laughs> yeah, look at it. And they go ahead and read it. And they're like, oh, wow. And then they start looking at all of them. So that's why I have Dude, it. Dude, you have to uh, on post, the post a picture of that. Post a picture of what you put on there because I want to see that shit. I will. That, that stuff's important for culture. Yeah, yeah. And I think what I'll I'm send you start, some of my challenge coins. Yeah. Yeah. I think what I'm going to start doing with that too is, is I might start getting them made for my guys. Like when they meet milestones. Yeah. Fucking A. Yeah. How much do they cost? A hundred bucks? Yeah. It's not even that. Maybe like 60 bucks. Yeah. Man. It's, yeah. It's pocket change, you know? It really is. Yeah. Hey. Really is. Yeah. What you yelling at the kids? No, goddamn dogs out there. Whatever. <laughs> we, I don't even want to. I, I, I got a dog that got. Go ahead. Yeah. Hello. Go ahead, Dan. Oh, I thought I lost you. Yeah, I had to, while you were talking earlier, I had to mute myself Hello? and scream at Pepper, tell her to come get this dog out of here. <laughs> we got these, we got these little dogs that these little terriers things that eat rats they just eat the shit out of rats but the coyotes eat them so then i got this big dog to guard them and then they gang up and kick the shit out of the big dog (laughs) (laughs) they're all kicking the shit out of each other on the lawn and i didn't want them getting crazy making the noise on the podcast so man what you got what what you looking like so far for spring i mean your spring's been kind of messed up with all this snow and everything. Yeah. Is, is things starting to get it's, it's, to normal? It's, yes, it is. So, you know what? We're happening. <clears throat> so, you know, I'm in California, and, and not to anyone listening, especially to uh, uh, Chance and uh, what's his name? Get on your podcast. Uh, Robert. Yeah. I met those, both those guys. I'm not your um, – we are not the normal California people. Like we are good people. Uh, we're not what you got in LA and San Francisco and all that. We're good people. Is that what you said? Yes, we're good people. Like, but I, I would, I want, I would like to tell the rest of the country is that there are more people in LA than there are in most states. Like we have no chance between LA and San Francisco. They've all lost their mind. And the rest of us are just stuck here trying to, you know, we got roots and we can't leave. And, but anyways, so back to that, California had a rough, rough, uh, uh, winter, but yeah, I'm, I'm down significantly for the year. And our biggest challenge is I didn't slow down. You know, I told the guys, I go, we're still going to, you know, hit our growth plan. It's just, Look, if you want to go to Hawaii or take your honey to the beach or whatever, you better be doing it, you know, in February and March because, you know, May through 
October, we're working overtime every fucking yeah. week. Yeah. It's we got we got some serious making up to do. Yeah. <clears throat> and they all agreed, you know, they they like the money too and and everyone's down for the cause. I mean, we have good people, good culture and all that, but yeah, my biggest challenge for me in my position is we have I mean, our primary business at this point has shifted to commercial, industrial, you know, military bases, stuff like that. And uh, everyone's calling right now at the same time because, you know, we couldn't do anything. I was I had projects in the works. I was begging to get started uh, because they were on a concrete slab, like redo a pool fence or something like that. Uh And they just they wouldn't even they did they just kept blowing us off and i was like we'll work in the rain we just need to get where we can work because it's concrete and they wouldn't uh they just they just wouldn't call us and so of course they want it in the summer when everyone else wants something else so that's that's our biggest challenge i mean we should hit our numbers for at least hopefully i'm hoping for a 10 percent growth according to what we have on the books uh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. It's, you know, it's a matter of labor. It's a matter of people. It's a matter of coordinating. I'm hoping a lot Benji's doing for us, help streamline things. And that's, uh, I was listening to you and, uh, Joe Everest about all that CRM and organizing. Cause you know, like my strength is our equipment, our people, you know, I'm, I'm real mechanical. I'm, I'm good at making friends. I'm good at management, all that. But I'm shit. I have a hard time with technology. Yeah, I know. And I've that's where our company's you. failing. I know. I've called you, and you're like paper and pencil figuring jobs. Oh shit! I got yellow notepads everywhere, <laughs> and I know it's. I know, I dude. I got yellow notepads. Fucking, they're not even organized. It's terrible. It's terrible. So we had a lady stopped by the office the other day and Mm -hmm. she gave my uh, secretary a manila folder, manila envelope and she Uh brought it into me. I'm like, all right, opened it up and I'm like, what what, what is this, 1980? (laughs) She had like a handwritten note in there in which she wanted an aerial view off of like Google Earth that she printed and all she had to do was you know, like call us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm like, I'm like two steps ahead of that lady. That's it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So the, it's still sitting on my desk. I haven't called the lady. I'm like, well, how do I even deal with this? You know, <laughs> I don't even know what to do. My, um, so the girl that, the girl that replaced Kirsten, um, which by the way, we're using that hireclick.com to hire people. And I posted. Yeah, I posted. dude, I've been getting. I've, I'm almost there. Yeah, so, I, I heard that. I heard that podcast, and I went into my office manager, who's like, she's like family. I love her. And I went in. I told. Her, I go, Google hire click. <laughs> she's like, what? I was like, do it now and get it in your feed so we can see what the hell's going on. <laughs> so let me tell you what happened, man. We went ahead and posted a job about seven o'clock last night. And yeah. here it is uh, 26 hours later. Mm-hmm. And we've had 19 applicants. 19 wow. People applied. So good. Yeah. 
I'm like, what? <laughs> I know. Dude, that's why that information, when Matt Warner comes on and you and Joe come on and then Mark Olson comes on and talks about the post it, anyone who doesn't listen to podcasts and gets this free freaking information, I, you're just too dumb. I mean, you're, you're too dumb. You, you, you deserve to fail. Like, it's like well, you know, all this shit is out there. We got all these guys that are probably going to fly past us because of all the information. You know what I mean? So, for example, yes. if I would have known, if I would have had all the information available to me. Oh, my God. Now, yeah. I, I, you know, I would be a freaking giant in the fencing world. Yes. You know? Yeah. So, well, look, man. I'm kind of getting tired of talking to you, bro. It's been 52 minutes. I'm just tired. <laughs> I've, been drink- been I've been drinking bourbon for the since like five o'clock. Yeah. Uh, I just I just filled mine up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go fill mine up again, and I'm gonna go sit in my chair, and we're gonna put a show on. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm gonna relax this Saturday night and uh, get out. Yeah, and get do it tomorrow, man. Yeah, we'll have to do this again, and uh, and uh, I, I I enjoyed it, man. I and I, you know, I'm really impressed with you, and I think that you're going to leapfrog your business, like just hearing what you guys were talking about and what you're doing, and how you're scaling your business and doing things. I was like, this son of a gun is ready to blow up. Like yeah. you, I I have a feeling though that you're gonna have you're going to have some challenges, whether it be capital, whether it be labor, whether it be, uh, you know, equipment or whatever, but you're going to grow and there's going to be something that's a limiting factor and you're going to have to go, shit, what, you know, what do I need to do? Yeah, but man. It never, like, it's, it's always, blow up. it's always one of those things where you don't, you yeah. got so much work, you need a third crew. Then you get a third crew. Yeah. Then you don't have enough work to work the third crew. Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's it's always yeah. something, man. Or you, you're working more than you should because the person that you have as your assistant isn't cutting, you know, doing what yeah. they're supposed to be doing. And it's always something, man. But it's it's just part of entrepreneurship, you know? That's yeah. That's it is. No, I just, I, I, I think you're going to do good. I was hearing, like, I was just listening when you were talking to Mark Olson, I was like, dude, this guy, you, you, you're just about ready to like hit your full stride at this level. And then you're going to hit another full stride. But like, I just, I was like, shit, you're going to gear up with all the automation and stuff you're doing and the customer, uh, interaction. I was like, shit, man, my customers don't even know when I'm showing up sometimes. <laughs> like, I'm just like, like, God dang it. I gotta get better at that. Well, look, man, we'll talk about that another time. Yeah. um, Yes, sir. We'll talk later. I'm sure you're going to listen to this show a few times and critique yourself. And you'll be like, man, you know, we should have talked about this. I'm waiting (laughs) on those phone calls. (laughs) I don't give a shit. I got nothing to hide. All right, man. Well, look, I'll chat with you later and you have a good one. All right. All right. Later, bud. All right. Bye. You've been listening to My Fence Life. Yes, we like to have fun. Beer, bourbon, and business. And although we have fun, we take our business very seriously. Dan Blanc is known as the Fence King, and he's been providing high-quality fence solutions since 1999. He's connected to industry leaders, business leaders, financing experts, and marketing gurus that will be on the show to talk about their success stories. 
To find out more about us, hit the website at myfencelife.com. Listen to the show wherever you consume your content. We are everywhere. Apple, Spotify, and Google Podcast. See you next time on My Fence Life.